0: Hey friend, if you're an Email Templates 101 owner, be sure to log in and check out the 2024 updates and brand new templates in your course. You'll find a new active listing seller check-in template as well as a new offer delivery template for your sellers. Plus lots of fine tuning to the other existing templates. Don't have Email Templates 101 yet? Grab yours now at hustlehumblypodcast.com courses. So do you see now, people, why I told you to stop listening to this episode? (laughs) Isn't this fascinating? Like, I got my license revoked, okay? So around this time, I also had had, like, my first real boyfriend. Right. This is where the story gets (laughs) so good. I'm like, get your popcorn, people. (laughs) You could rent me for (laughs) events. Yes. I had a habit of befriending homeless people. Hi y'all, welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi Alyssa. Hey Katie. Welcome back to the news desk. Yes. Today, the news is all about us. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It's an Ask Us Anything episode. I'm regretting it a little. Uh, We haven't even (laughs) started. You can't regret something you haven't started yet. Mm -hmm. But I do want to have a disclaimer on the front end. If you happen to be joining us for the first time, (laughs) number one, welcome. Number two, Please hit pause on this episode and go back to the m- one of the many episodes filled with really useful information. <laughs> this is more just for fun. <laughs> this is strictly for fun. Alyssa has now been giggling for the last 30 minutes just <laughs> thinking of answers to some. I only gave you a few questions to prepare for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We did ask the, first of all, we are not this obsessed with ourselves. No. Um, We're not like, let's have an Ask Us Anything episode. We had a listener who messaged and was like, will you answer some personal questions? And I'm like, okay. Sure. So then we asked you guys what you wanted us to answer. And we have your questions here. Right here. I have the questions and I gave Alyssa only some of them. So she doesn't know the answers to all of them. But I'll give you an easy one and you can start us off with this because I'll tell them I brought my Coca-Cola with me. Um, So real Coke or Diet Coke? Real. Right. But now tell them why you don't drink it anymore. Because COVID messed up my taste buds and now it tastes like metal. I'm actually really sad for it you. It is so sad. Because it's such a great treat and that I'm was, having it as a treat today. I, don't, I miss it. I very rarely have it. Coke was like I don't know. Coke and popcorn. Oh, yeah. A good old fountain Coke. Fountain Coke. Gotta have the ice. Must have ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I miss it. You're lucky. It never got better so far. How does sweet tea taste? Because that would be devastating no, to me. No, it, it tastes fine. That's when that, I will always like tea. Mm-hmm. And when Coke started tasting like really metal, guess I guess it's just tea. Sweet tea became my new thing. Uh, well, tell me this. What is your favorite beverage? Probably tea, iced tea. Sweet? Unsweet, half and half. I go half and half, half and half with extra ice uh-huh. from canes. Why the extra ice, though? I just like to eat my ice. I after. do like to eat the ice, but I want enough tea, so I really I want know. half a glass of ice. But right, right, nothing irks me more because the next question was tell us some of your pet peeves, than <laughs> oh. when, than when they give you burning hot tea. So mm-hmm. even if they gave you half of ice and melted all the ice before right. I got to chew any of it, yes, and that seems to happen a lot. So do you see now, people, why I told you to stop listening to this episode? (laughs) Isn't this fascinating? Go listen to something else that we have talked about. Yes. Okay, let's do something real estate related. What is your biggest real estate pet peeve? Hmm, I think it would be when I have either like a client that can't listen to me. Okay. Like, I know this is the answer, but there may be either in denial or fighting the answer. I would like to insert here. I overhear, especially on Tuesdays and Thursdays, a lot of your <laughs> real estate conversations on the phone. And you have a lot of clients that do this. I, yeah. You're being very clear Yes. about what the problem is what the solution is what the options are and they are not listening sometimes they just get hung up on things and I'm like just listen to me I'm impressed incredibly impressed with your patience I feel like I'm not a patient person (laughs) it comes across fine Hmm. Okay, so that's a real estate pet peeve. I was going more in the agent direction. (laughs) Yes, I know. But I guess because you just overheard my phone call yesterday, you know that that's what I'm dealing with in the present moment. Yeah, okay, fair. I have so many that it would be hard to pinpoint. Um, But I'll go A, number one. Well, agents who do not answer their phone Mm -hmm. ever or any message or any Mm -hmm. email or Mm -hmm. any method of contact, Like, like the ghost invisible agent. Right. Number one pet peeve. Number two is... Bad listing photos. <sighs> mm-hmm. It just, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. Like, mm-hmm. why couldn't you get someone with a real camera to take photos that were not you with your finger halfway over the <laughs> lens of your cell phone? Right. Or pictures of some man in the mirror. Yeah. Eek. Yeah. We could do real estate pet peeves. All day. We could. But we're not going to because we're going to keep this light. Yeah. (laughs) Keep keep it light. Keep it light. Oh, let's go back to lunch. Fries or tots? Well, today I had tots from, Mm -hmm. you know, where we went. But I think I'm a French fry gal. I'm fries. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever had, you know, in the freezer section, they have the majillion kinds of Mm -hmm. fries, tots, whatever. They have crowns. Oh. Crowns are like quarter size. And it's like a flattened tot where there's, it's just. It's like a flat tot. Interesting. Like, <laughs> <Never it's, laughs> they're so good. Okay. In case anyone's interested and you happen to like tots, I would go with crowns, but I'm also fries. Okay. Uh, well, while we're on food, what do you eat in a day? These are oh not my gosh. For the record, these are not my questions. Okay. <laughs> these are questions okay, from the people. Okay. My go-to for breakfast, Please I like help. the Kodiak peanut butter chocolate oatmeal. Okay. It's just in a cup. It goes in the microwave. That sounds efficient. It's easy. It's quick. I don't really have an appetite early in the morning, but I need to eat because I know myself. So yeah. that's what I do. Um, But I, I don't know. I mean, I try you, to keep, You have to eat lunch. Yeah, usually with you. Right? Um, Sometimes. You see what I eat. <laughs> Sal- salad. It could be anything. Uh, salad, burger. Anything. I'm, I just like to eat. <laughs> I do try to keep it somewhat healthy. I'm not super strict, but yeah. – And you have some weird – food habits <laughs> oh my gosh like not what? like weird but like <laughs> yeah. whenever i first met you i'm like oh, oh what's happening you had like your chicken from the uh, greek place and you're like dipping it in oil and i'm like what is going on here and you're oh, like and i have fried cheese oil yeah you're like i have to do this because i have so this good. oh this yeah, physical yeah condition. I do it. well yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> does that not happen anymore yeah i still do that Can so i have them <laughs> oh my gosh! you're like no, no i don't want to <laughs> we're going here so I, ha- I forget. I don't know what it's actually called. It runs in my family. It's genetic. Okay. I have it. My younger sister has it. My dad has it. And my grandpa had it. Well, it is a condition in your esophagus where things get stuck. You can still breathe. Right. Through your nose. Like you, you're breathing. You can, you can breathe. So you're not choking, but it won't go down. Mm-hmm. And so you have to slowly drink water until it goes down or you have to get it back up somehow. Not um, pleasant. No. And it's usually with drier foods like chicken, rice, jambalaya. Um, the listeners are like, Jumba who? Yeah. Jambalaya from <laughs> Louisiana. Rice, But meat. when I was in college, I took a mucinex. And so basically what happens is it has been described to me by the doctors that the food sort of like passes through the esophagus and the esophagus restricts mm-hmm. and you can't get it. To unrestricted is involuntary. Mm-hmm. So in college, I took a mucinex. Yeah, they're big. Huge monster, very, pill. very large, dry pills. Very no coating, large. No, no, it's and it got freaking stuck, and I could not get it down, and I could not get it up, and there was nothing I could do. The next day, I was in so much pain, I had to go to the emergency room where they discovered that it had attached, it had gotten s- stuck to the side of my esophagus wall <gasps> and burned a hole oh. because mucinex is made to dissolve in your stomach, not in your esophagus. So it burned a hole. So I had to have a procedure where they basically went in and put a (laughs) Band-Aid in my esophagus. This is not funny. I know. But it kind (laughs) of is. And while they were in there, they stretched it. Oh, how Mm -hmm. nice of them. Yes. Now, they also have a procedure where they can put like a mesh (laughs) netting to keep it open. We did not do that. We just stretched it. I have not had a problem that severe since Mm -hmm. college but i get stuck like once or twice a week and tanner can recognize it if we're like eating and i get quiet i have to kind of just let it pass and he's like oh yeah but like but it's okay because you're not gonna die no i'm not gonna die you can breathe okay well i'm actually feeling glad that we talked about this again because i have worried about your health (laughs) oh no it's just and if i know all the rules to the heimlich but you're not gonna need that no it's not choking thank the lord it is not choking great Excellent. I can't believe you've been nervous all these years. A little bit. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't – do I want to tell you what I eat in a day? I actually do not eat breakfast okay. as a rule now, and I love it. Because you do the intermittent fast. Yeah. Which, I mean, before I eat breakfast, now I would have eggs or whatever. Uh, no, no food until lunch. Mm-hmm. And I like, you know – Whatever. Normal stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. We we eat a variety of things. Mm-hmm. We have our favorite salad. Yes, at the, the Maxwell's. Maxwell's. <laughs> yeah, oh, I also have my favorite cookie there. It's all about balance, people. Yeah, it's all about balance. Salad with the cookie. Yeah, you know we like to keep half it. and half sweet unsweet. Right. What's your favorite fast food? <gasps> Do you eat canes? canes? Canes. I think that's yeah. Mine that too. was my first job too. Oh, I worked. I worked Don't worry, canes. we're getting there. Oh, okay. Don't worry, we're getting there. Okay, we're going to move on. I mean, for dinner, we eat – like, I can't. What do I eat in a day? All kinds of stuff. Yes. Right? And, I, you know, my go-to at the Trader Joe's is the coconut chocolate-covered almonds. Yeah. And I like to have a handful of those bad boys after lunch. Okay. What's your go-to coffee order or caffeine fix? Okay, are you ready? Alyssa Jenkins. From CC's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A blended iced latte, which is just a latte – But it is frozen. Okay. They will blend it for you to make it frozen. Is that sweetened in some way? With sugar-free white chocolate. Oh. I get the sugar-free white chocolate in my latte. Got it. With whipped cream on top. Oh, well, that's not sugar-free. The whipped cream is just cream. Uh, People think cream is bad for you. No, I have lots of cream in my life. Right. Whipped cream is just cream Mm -hmm. that is whipped. So unless you add sugar to it. Um, False. (laughs) <laughs> okay but i'm glad that you the feel the cream that i use it can be just cream but like if you buy whipped cream <laughs> look at the ingredients at the grocery yeah mine has zero sugar or maybe like it has the little less than whipped? one gram yes like like because, because it's you high a- fat but it's not high All sugar right, we're moving on from that. Okay, fine i don't i have- love whipped cream because it is low sugar even it's high fat it's like keto friendly fine cream i agree with you i'm not sure all cream on, is all no, whipped no, no. like cream. heavy whipping cream like and the, then you just whip it okay. and it's whipped cream i will give you that okay. i'm picturing like prepared whipped cream at you like look at the cake you you'll put be on surprised a, so you put on a sunday you will be surprised very little sugar in there don't make me go to the kitchen right now you have some yes i'm not going to the kitchen right now oh my god okay fine fine we're moving on um Okay, but I don't have a... Yeah, you don't really I don't caffeine. drink caffeine. You're I mean, I like tea, tea but yeah. I don't drink it every day. And I certainly don't have like... I need a caffeine fix. Like, I'm just not a coffee drinker. I'm not a... Yeah. It's just not happening. Okay. What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a few things. I went to college to be a physical therapist. No way. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yep. I took all the anatomy classes and I actually loved it. And I was a really good student. Um, had good grades made it through the biologies the anatomies and then I shadowed a physical therapist and was like I hate this what was it that you about it that you hated it was just the same things over and over and over again the building I was in was just kind of depressing like yeah, I one of the old doctor's office. I like the people weren't doing their exercises at home. Oh, you were mad because they didn't do their homework. I'm like, do you want to get better or You're like, not? You got to get it together, right? right. Come <laughs> on, people! Like, do your exercise. You want to get better? <laughs> you don't want to get better? <clears throat> <sighs> so I um had I had like a total crisis in college where I like didn't know what to do, and so I went and talked to the guidance counselor, and they were like, just get a business degree. You can do anything. It's better than like something so specific that you can't do anything with it. At least go this route. And then I just loved all my business classes. See, that's the thing is like, I love to work. I love school. I could have, you know, I never had a job I didn't like except going to that physical therapy office. So you're like, this is a definite no. Yeah. Everything else had been a yes. This is the first time I have not liked work. How did you pick that as a career, I mean, as a major to start with? I think I've always been like, I'm not like a super, I'm not like into sports. Like I was not great at a sport Mm -hmm. in high school, but I always enjoyed like physical activity, running or working out. Like I didn't really, I played soccer. I wasn't very good. I'm like, you want the ball? I don't care. Have it. So I just liked, you know, physical activity. And so- I don't know, I just got into physical therapy. I loved my sense. anatomy classes. Like But no one in your family was in physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. I feel like when you're getting ready to go to college, they're like doctor, teacher, lawyer, physical therapist, nurse. Like they're like your go to's. Yeah, your go to's. But like I have a client who is so very wealthy. Uh-huh. And all he does (laughs) is manage and process crushed limestone. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't I know about anything like that in college? Why (laughs) didn't anyone tell me I could crush limestone as a job? And make money. Like there's so many things out there. I didn't know how to think outside of the box cuz I don't know what's out this there. This is unfortunate. And and for our young listeners, they've already maybe gone in the path that they ended up <laughs> not wanting to and now they're like I'm I'm an you know, I'm going to be a realtor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, realtor is very rarely someone's first career choice, right? Right. I mean, that's okay. There's something if it was your first career choice, awesome. Yeah. Like, good for you. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times if someone comes to it because something else didn't work out. Yes. Right, right. I don't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. I really loved like architecture, interior design, that kind of stuff. And then when I found out, um, I never was like, I want to be a nurse or like, yeah. I, I just don't know that I really had a clear, mm-hmm. I would love to go find some old, you know, when you're a kid and they make mm-hmm. you write it. I don't know what I would say. Like, I have right, no idea what they remember. said. You no, went to p- maybe for teacher. teaching. Yeah, that's not what I wanted to do, though. But you went to school for it as an adult. Well. Like you thought at one point you were going to be a teacher? No, never. Oh. Well, then what were you in when school for? When I was a for? kid, maybe I did think well, I would be a teacher. What were you in school for? Oh, good question. Because everyone says you should go to college. <laughs> and so I'm like, I will go to college. And right. when I told my parents that mm. I wanted to go into, into your design, they're like, what's well, that's a terrible career. Oh, my word. And then I found out it was, a, and I probably still would have done it, but then I found out. It was a five-year program and I'm like, I am so burned out on school. High school was so hard Mm -hmm. that I'm like, no way am I gonna commit to five more years of school if I Mm -hmm. have to choose. So -hmm. then I'm like, I'll just pick whatever I like and I guess I'll pick English. I don't really know. All of this is very fuzzy to me, but all I knew for sure is that I had no intentions of using my English degree to be a teacher and that was pretty much the only thing I thought you could do. Mm. So what was my plan? Zero plan. And I loved school. Right. In fact, after college, I almost went to law school. Just to keep learning? Yeah. I was really into business at that time. I had taken a business law class. I was like, oh, I'm pretty like strong personality. Maybe I could be an attorney. (laughs) Right. You could. And then I was like, I don't know. I need to keep my options open, but I want to stay in school. And so I got my MBA. Right. I don't know. Okay. Well what is your dream job if you couldn't sell real estate? And the other person asked, what would your next career choice be if real estate didn't exist? So same question. What would you do if you could not sell real estate? Barista. <laughs> <laughs> right. And maybe at the beach. Yeah. You're like, I'm yeah. picking up and I'm going to be like, gone. Yeah. I, I would definitely do something in des- in a design. Yeah. And I thought maybe if I if something happened and I was not a realtor anymore, uh-huh, like, I got my license revoked, okay? Right, right, right. What Maybe would happen? Maybe I, I feel like, because I'm, I'm not, even though I'm not a huge, like, math person, I feel like I would be a good mortgage lender. Oh. Because I am so into understanding the loan process. Yeah, you're and right. I've, I've helped clients through so many situations, and mm-hmm. I understand real estate, and, like, I just feel like mm-hmm. I could do that. I don't want to do that. No. But I feel like... That's just an area that I know a lot about and would be interested in learning more if I had to. Okay. That is very interesting. And then you're like working with the client, but you're not showing houses. Right. And you're, yeah. I uh, Yeah. I think anything in business consulting, marketing would be fun, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I. Yeah. Maybe we could like start a podcast. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Just uh, talk about stuff. Right. I really like talking. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm on the path.
1: <laughs> things are things are
0: going okay. All right. While we're still on the jobs, what were your past jobs? My first job ever was at Raising Cane's, and they hired me when I was 15. So I wasn't old enough to talk to customers, but- <laughs> <laughs> I could make lemonade, and I would come home with pruny fingers. Because you were just squeezing was, lemons They like, had a by machine? Hand? I'm yes, like, okay, i like, whoa. You take the lemons and you put them on the machine by hand, and it's a pulpy process, you see. <laughs> So then I turned 16 and could talk to customers and I just loved working. I would, I skipped school a few times to like pick up a shift. That's so funny. You know, I worked at the Smoothie King in college for part of it and, um, I skipped a lot of school to work. Yeah. But mostly because I needed the money. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I, I don't, fine, I don't need to go to that class. I'll just keep working. And then I worked at Brewbachers, which is like a sandwich place. Mm-hmm. And I remember, because Kane's was just paid by the hour. And then BrewBacher's was also paid by the hour, probably like 50 cents more an hour than Kane's was. Okay. But I remember after my first shift, the girl came and handed me like $40 cash. And I was like, what is this? What is this for? And she was like, tips. And, and then you, you were like, moment. <laughs> this, this light bulb went yeah. off over your head. And you were like, wait a minute. They what? give you extra money? On top of what I'm going to be making. I, I get to take this home today? Right now. And that was the beginning. It was as <laughs> if they gave you one of those giant checks when you win a tournament or something. <laughs> yeah. like, or a charity. You're like, oh what? Have you seen um, He's Just Not That Into You uh-huh. when she wins the ice chest? Oh, God. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh my God, I've never won anything. That's how I felt being handed that $40. And I have never been the same since... And I just was like, we're going to make these tips and You're we're like, going to be good. This was like the the intro into the harder you work, the more money you can make. Yeah. yeah that's like my yeah. core philosophy. Yeah. Like, what can I do that the harder I work, the more money I can make? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, you, you all right. Then the restaurant, then what? And then walk ons, which is just a, another more restaurant le- and then and then bar bartending. Nice. Yeah. I waited tables and then made my way up to bartender. Okay. And then towards the end of that, I was also with staff tenders where, this sounds bad, but you could rent me for <laughs> right. events. Yes, just, and just so, for one thing. Yeah, like it, like they would say, and that was the best because there was no schedule. They sent out what they needed. It was like the first an Uber people, driver of, yes. You're yes. like, I'm available. And they're like, here they you were go. Like, we need three b- bartenders and a hostess for a wedding. And yeah. the first four people that responded got the job. Yeah. Okay, love that. And then you also worked, though, with your dad. I'm sure he must have paid you for, like, Mm, when you're doing appraisals. mm, Not mm. really. I, um, While I was getting my appraiser's license after my grandpa passed away and I was helping him. I mean, he paid me in lunches and whatnot. But I was really just learning and trying to, like, I was getting my appraiser's license to help because my grandpa passed away. But I realized it wasn't for me. But I didn't know what to do because my dad was kind of excited that one of his daughters was interested in appraisals. And I didn't like it. Then you were not excited. <sighs> no, I didn't know what to do. And then my middle sister, who was a nurse, was like, I'm interested in working with dad. And I was like, great. great. And she has the personality for it. Perfect. So I just stayed into real estate and Better she fit. is now an appraiser with my dad. Okay. I'm going to go way back in time. Okay. So the first job I ever had, which was babysitting. And mm. I am going to tell you how old I am, everyone. When I started babysitting at the ripe old age of 12... To the little Red Cross babysitting course, and then I made a staggering $2 an hour. Wow. <laughs> I had one client who paid me $5 an hour, and I was like, holy smokes, this is a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, I need to do more jobs for you. Um, when I was 14, the summer between, like between my high school, I guess when you're 14, maybe freshman and sophomore between, yeah. I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, I had to get a work permit signed by school so that I could go work with my best friend at her dad's office, which was Baton Rouge Lumber Company. The sign in my office is from there, which is such a weird story. But Jay found it in an attic of a house he was renovating. And it was my very first real job. Yeah. Like with the W-2 and stuff. Okay. Just for the summer. Um, I didn't work during the school year because, except for babysitting, Mm -hmm. lots of that Mm -hmm. um, because it was pretty hard. And then my senior year of high school, I did get a job at like La Madeleine, you know, on the line. Yeah, like when they opened the one on Jefferson. Yeah, like serving, you know, croissants or whatever. Wow. I did not know that, that you worked there. Yeah, in food service. Okay. <laughs> it was not. Uh, there were no tips. <laughs> short-lived? It was very short-lived. Why? The summer. Why? Well, yeah. Okay. You, you know, just went on. Yeah. yeah There's a lot of mopping and <laughs> there were no tips. Like, there was no draw. <laughs> okay. Then the summer after my senior year, I did a camp counselor for a day camp. Mm, okay. So, like, working with little kids, that was pretty fun, but- didn't carry on and then when i went to college i got a job in a real estate a commercial real estate office accounting department mm. it's like a friend of the family regardless a part-time job so i learned all about accounting which i learned i did not want to do right <laughs> not that i ever thought i would but i'm like no because mm-hmm. talk about doing the same thing over and over again over, and over. holy moly the worst every 30 days it just starts again Uh, yeah so i didn't want to do that and i went to school for english we've caught that already and um i worked in retail after college as and then i ended up as a retail manager and i'm like well this isn't gonna work no and then i got my real estate license great i feel like that's the whole story okay what's your favorite pizza topping pepperoni i think if i had to pick one it would be pepperoni but truly I i like mushrooms olives I want a supreme pizza. Mm, That's like what I like sausage on my pizza. I'll take pretty much all of it except for like an anchovy. Or ham Ham pizza. Oh, Ainsley loves just pineapple. See, pineapple and pepperoni is delicious. You have the pineapple with the pepperoni? hmm Okay. I mm. would try it. Oh. I like a pineapple. Maybe we'll do that one day. <laughs> maybe we for will. For lunch. Great. Okay, perfect. That was easy. Um, if you could only choose one marketing activity for the rest of your career what would it be probably just talking with people on social media okay i would choose email i know you would because it's just like so impactful yeah and fun right okay great moving on that was from chelsea <laughs> she said oh i have to think of some questions i'm like well give them give them to me i think like because i just recently started doing the email thing and I can't decide. You, your jury is I still see, out. I mean, I don't totally see the value. Okay. But, yeah, but the jury's out. Yeah. On if you enjoy it. Yeah, I don't enjoy it really. I know, and that's kind of the funny thing. It, the question was simply, if you could, if you only had to do one, what would it be? Not talk it to not, people on, not, on not social if it was, media. Not if it was effective, or uh, you follow what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh huh. You could design Canva graphics all day if you wanted to. Doesn't mean it's working. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, I don't want to do that though. I don't think that would make sense. No. Marketing should have a purpose. Maybe like volunteering to meet more people. Like to me, that's marketing yourself. Yeah, like, you, would, you would network. I would be a networker. Yeah, you'd be a professional networker. networker. <laughs> yes, that would be good. How did you avoid MLMs? You're like a professional networker. <laughs> I got suckered into one and was like, this is terrible. I didn't know what they were. Can, are you willing to tell us what type of item you were selling or no? Mm, like health stuff. Okay. But I was I never really sold it. I just oh. got suckered into how it. How long ago was that? Ye- I mean, many years. Yeah, before Look, I was married. There's nothing wrong with that. If you have an MLM that you're involved in, live it up. <laughs> I just can see how you would be good at it because you're so good at networking. Yeah, and just just using that for your real estate job. Right. Okay. Right. Moving on. What do you do when you get burned out from real estate? I like to be outside. I like to roll down the windows in my car. I like to read. A, so I feel like reading a book mm-hmm. is really the only thing that will turn my brain off because you can't read a book and be thinking about your real estate transaction fair. if it's a good book. Like you'll be sucked into the storyline with all these new people. Your brain people. is occupied. Yeah. I find that I just don't get burned out anymore since I have lessened my real estate work. So mm-hmm. now it's more like a fun hobby. Right. In a way. I mean, mm-hmm. it's work, but I'm like, this is fun. Like after that phone call you overheard. Yeah. I was like, well, I needed to go outside. You needed to read a book. <laughs> you needed to read a whole book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, but sure, it still can burn you out. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I I definitely had that part of my career where, yes, sometimes I was burned out. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have solved the problem in my elder career age mm-hmm. where I just don't work with people I don't want to work with and yeah. I just well, kind of... sometimes you don't know that until, until you're, you're too in, far in it. it. Like, I never would have thought this particular <sighs> client would be this much of a pain. I know, in but them. I guess I don't take on so much that even that would burn me out. It would make me annoyed. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, I'm burned out. I can't do this anymore. Right. I think that's good. I don't know. I'm if on the always... other side of burnout. I um, love vacations. Yeah. I mean... No, that's a great way. You used to do your drives, yeah, drive away. My drives. It's been a minute since I drove over the bridge. I think adding the podcast is was has been a nice change of pace. A hundred percent. So that it's hard to get burned out when you know that you have another thing mm-hmm. that you're doing that's working, right? Yeah. And I just feel like the podcast keeps me on my toes for my real estate business right. and- It's like podcast therapy, so I'm always letting my feelings. (laughs) That's true. All the therapy is working. It is. The podcast therapy is working. Yeah. Well, so there you go, listener. If you're getting burned out on real estate, maybe you just need to talk it out with someone. Talk it out. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. It's not scary. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. It says... Did it terrify you to have kids? I have this awful thought that my life and career will be over. I relate to this. You Um, just said it in the last episode that mm -hmm. you were worried. I think that I was never the person that was like, I can't wait to have kids. Yeah, Like, I never was that person. I just assumed like, oh, you get married, you have kids. You're like, I'll I'll have have some kids. Yeah, I'll probably have kids at some point. But like, I was even nervous because when I was pregnant with Haven – I just was like, am I supposed to feel connected to -hmm. this thing in there? Mm Because I don't Mm -hmm. even like – I thought maybe when I had ultrasounds or saw pictures, I would be like (laughs) – And I wasn't. I wasn't. And so I was just getting really nervous. You're like, uh oh. I was getting really nervous. All I could think about was my business and my life. And am I ever going to sleep again? Am I going to be able to go out with my friends? Am I going to be able to make money and work? Like, what are we going to do? Like, the whole, that was pretty much my whole pregnancy with Haven. Yeah. And then she came, and luckily for me, it was like a instant connection. Okay, great. Like life-changing moment the second they Aww, put her on my chest. And I just understood. Okay. I just understood. That's not to say everything after that was all rainbows. And like, of course, like I still had certain things that I had to figure out, but I was so thankful that I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're all thankful for that. And it actually, when I was pregnant with Tate, Like Haven holds this special place in my heart because she changed me Mm -hmm. and, like, I know I could love her. Right. But Tate is different because it's like I loved him from the, like, while I was pregnant. From the before Tate. Yes, from From the the before before times. Because I knew what was coming. Yeah. And Haven, as I mentioned in our last episode, before Haven, there was no boundaries, there was no routine. She. She grew my business. Yeah, Like, not only did she not Mm -hmm. kill my business. Right. But she, like, the way that I had to work after having kids Mm -hmm. made it so much more. Yeah. And so it's been quite the journey. That's lovely. It's been, like, to see. What year was she born? 2017. Okay. So she was a couple of years old when we started the podcast. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, I was pretty terrified as well. Uh-huh. I mean, I you know, like you sure you're, you have your normal new mom t- fears and then if you're like in a career mm-hmm. that is going well that like you feel like you just got your hit your stride. Right. You're like what is going to happen? Right. How will I navigate this? That's kind of how I felt like I was just hitting some big numbers when I got pregnant with Haven and I was like, well, it works out. I just think that it's all about you giving yourself grace and realizing it won't be the same and it shouldn't be the same. Sure. And it can't really be the same. Right. But it'll be okay. Yeah. Right. It'll be totally fine. And it could be better in a lot of ways. A lot of ways. It's so much better. I think the biggest thing I miss is like after closings, I used to stay and have wine with Nikki. Sometimes we go out to dinner, the closing attorney. yeah. And now it's like, I have to get home. Bye. And I miss... And I know, like, every now and then I'll, like, tell Tanner, hey, can you get the kids? Can I get, you know? Right. But it's like, I do just miss the freedom. Right. I don't like having to ask for help. And Yeah, that's hard. Uh, <sighs> and I just want to be able to stay, like, or be spur of the moment. It's a little and I, tougher. I can't do that much. That's a shift much. much. Right. It's just a season, though. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's not as long as, it's really not that long. Mm. It's like a 12-year season. It feels like forever. Because, you know, at some point they can stay home alone. Mm-hmm right mhm those kids and one at some point they're going to drive themselves places whoa wild mm. wild hey there are you looking for ways to save time and money in your business Email Templates 101 is the communication system you need to bring ease and efficiency to managing your transactions and clients. Save time and avoid mistakes all while providing a high level of service for your buyers and sellers. In Email Templates 101, you'll get 13 downloadable buyer templates ready for your personal touches. And 19 downloadable seller templates plus 6 attachment checklists. Head over to HustleHumblyPodcast.com slash courses to get yours today. Okay, um, what do you do when you're not working? Hobbies, kids' activities, husband's career, so many questions. You want to go first? Um, what do I do when I'm not working? We like to play fetch with the dog in the backyard. And we like to ride on our bikes, although I haven't done it a lot lately. But I do like a good bike ride when the weather's nice. Um, we love to play board games. Well... By we, I mean Jay and me and Ainsley. Jack, you have to, like, really <laughs> twist He's his arm. He's not into the board game. Not into it. Because they're boring? She, maybe. So they're called board games? She loves them. Hmm. We all like them, except- Haven loves board games. I'm Send her over. Fan. Me and Jack would be like- Send her over. Um, so, yeah, the kid- he has, you know, basketball because it says kids activities. At some point in the year, he has basketball. Ainsley likes to do her silks class, but that's not really taking a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Jay is obviously here yeah. doing podcast things. And then he's picked up golf. And I wouldn't mind picking up golf. I feel like you'd be a good golfer. Thank you. I think that I would be, too. And I think you'd look cute in the outfit. Perfect. Well, I'm going to get the outfits and I'll get better at that. Um I, you know, like we like to go on some trips every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, at, I mean, Ainsley, I like to bake a cookie. You know, like yeah, but not like do things. I don't feel like I have any just like hardcore hobbies. It's like oh yeah, well, I'm always fishing. Like that's the thing, right? No. That is not the thing. Definitely not fishing. Do I enjoy an occasional fishing trip? Sure, mm-hmm. but do you have any hobbies? Kids Not activities, really. <laughs> no. You read? That's a I pretty read. serious hobby. I like to work out and go for walks. I like to take quick trips. Mm-hmm. I like to just put the kids outside and like be inside doing something, cooking something mm-hmm. or like, um, I don't know. I like a little trashy TV sometimes. Yeah, same. We same. like to watch movies. Nothing significant. TV. I mean, I feel like TV is a hobby. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Gotta watch Ted Lasso. Hmm. Did you see Ted Lasso? No. <gasps> it's a must. Okay. <laughs> it is. A, and it's over now. So oh. all four seasons, you can just crank right Is it through. like a me show or a me and Tanner show? Both. Oh, okay. 100%. Okay, great. You'll love it. Funny, heartwarming, all things. Mm. Yeah, that was my little shout out to Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, okay. This is what are your favorite things? But I don't like, what are mm. your favorite things? My laptop. <laughs> <laughs> of course my stanley cup right like what? these are a few of my my forerunner we had a whole episode about our favorite things yeah yeah go back go back and check that one out your forerunner i love that i do really love my car it's my only new car ever we've now had a year and it is quite a delight Mm. this is still bringing me joy one year later (laughs) good um okay here's a toughie the biggest pet peeve your spouse does. He doesn't rinse off the dishes before he puts them in the dishwasher. Okay. Well, have we fixed the problem now that you've got the sink, though, where at least the food is falling into the yes, right side. Yes, that spot? has improved things. Alyssa said that she had a problem with Tanner putting the food in the non-disposal side of their compartment sink. Yeah, and so then you have just... to scoop it out and put it in the disposal side or the trash can. So she just said, "You know what? Instead of fixing you, I'll fix the sink." And she got one one big sink that everything goes down in the disposal. <laughs> oh, I think that's amazing. Um what do I have pet peep, you know? Yeah. Everyone does, right? Jay likes the <laughs> paper towels at a certain distance from the soap dispenser because it's a, it's like a movable paper towel thing. Mm-hmm. And I hate the way it visually looks, but he's saying the function is doesn't make sense if they're, they're too close. They're all about the function. I know, and I'm all about the the pretty aesthetic. Pretties. Like, yeah. It doesn't look good. I don't want this. It doesn't look good. Yeah. Any general pet peeves? Not about your husband, just mm-hmm. the world in general. I'm sure I don't really have any road rage. <laughs> Um, Ever? No one ever makes you mad on the road? mm, I'm like, go faster, grandma, please. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't like when people are on their phone, like visibly on their phone while they're driving. Like that does make me crazy. Mm -hmm. I think my biggest pet peeve comes from burning myself out on the coffee dates. My biggest pet peeve is when someone calls and asks for help or advice and and then then will do nothing with the information. You're like, you just wasted all my time. Yeah that's mm-hmm. my pet peeve that's a fair one next question can we talk about Murphy mm-hmm, what is yeah. he doing right now Murphy is I, he in th- here he left the room oh. we did the last two episodes now that we're at the at the uh the desk. news desk um we have let him stay in here and then he's just wandered out of the room at some point cool. quietly like a little like a little corgi ninja yeah he's the best um what is something that makes you proud of other than real estate or your family? Okay, I actually thought about this the other day because I forget that it is rare. Okay. I am really proud of myself that I have stayed on top of like exercise. Yeah. My whole life. That's really good. I didn't realize that it was as much of because I just need it. Uh-huh. And so... I don't know. I didn't realize it was as much of a struggle. Like mm-hmm. some people are like, I would rather eat nothing but salad as long as I didn't have to work out. Yeah. And you're like, wow. And I'm the opposite. Like yeah. I would rather work out every day. Yeah. If I could, um, I would have a harder time being as like good as you were when you were doing your program. Yeah. Where you were eating so good. It's tough. So hard. Yeah. I just, I could like, I think, well, moderation sure. and like- you can't just do, you can't be like all sh- so strict. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I am a very proud gift giver. Mm. I think I put a lot of time and energy into my gifts. You do. I feel like that is a fun skill that I have and I'm proud of it. I'm also pretty thoughtful and I feel like I give decent advice. Yeah. I feel like people you are. are like interested in, in, but you're right. Nothing worse than giving advice that people also then don't want to take. I know. <laughs> I know. It can go both, it can go both ways. What is your favorite childhood memory? So my dad is a real estate appraiser. Mm -hmm. And there were many a times when we had to go to work with him Mm -hmm. because you don't go to work with mom as much because she was very corporate. Okay. So he would turn like the back of the car into like a movie theater. Mm -hmm. You know, he would like plug the little TV into a cigarette lighter and he actually like Put in our like beanbag chairs. Wow, I guess there were no car seats at this time. <laughs> oh my god! And he would get us ices and laffy taffy, and, and we would just stay in the car and watch movies while he oh, while like, he was working work and measured houses in the summer. I guess he must I have I left I, it running because it would have been hot. Yeah, and the TV had to work, <laughs> so. Y'all were running. actually very advanced. Yeah, he's like we joke that my dad is MacGyver because he yes. can pretty much like fix and do rig anything. Oh my gosh! Also, I have memories of being in his office and I would, um, I had a large glue stick and uh-huh. I would have to glue the comp pictures and the pictures the into the report. Nice. And so I remember doing that um that's so funny i don't know i have a lot of memories doing things with my sisters that i'm like where were our parents (laughs) Like, (laughs) where were you? Not good. Yeah, like a lot of memories with my sisters. Like, one time, me and Lacey locked Mallory, our youngest sister, in this big rabbit cage we had with the rabbit. And we were pretending she was a rabbit and we were like feeding her carrots. Sure. And then we ran out of carrots and we went inside and left her in the cage. And we just forgot we were going to get more, but then we got sidetracked and we forgot. She was little. Did you get into trouble? Yeah. Ah, A lot of trouble. That's so funny. My sister locked my brother in this little play storage room thing that we had on the driveway. Uh, My room was upstairs, but on the driveway side. And I don't remember if I eventually – he's screaming. He was in it for like over an hour (gasps) locked in this like storage room, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't go down so well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I remember that. I remember like the weirdest – Every incident I had with a rat in, at the house I grew up in, because we lived in an old neighborhood with big oak trees. Our house was old. There was a rat out of a cardboard box, and I leaned in to look because the door was kind of like at waist level, and like a foot in front of me, this giant rat ran across like the attic. Trauma, trauma, trauma. I want to tell you one of my pet current pet peeves. Okay. When people use the term core memory and core memory unlocked, I think it is incredibly presumptuous to assume you know what your children are going to remember. Because I have all these weird rat memories. <laughs> I don't remember the first time we went to Disney. I know. Isn't that weird? At all. Yeah. I remember, you know what I remember about our first trip to Disney? I was in the sixth grade. My mom and dad never checked us out of school early. We, I mean, I was like a attendance award kind of kid yeah i went to every day of school it was not an option for us to be they checked us out early one day for us to leave for disney and we rode in my grandparents motorhome because they came with us to disney and we stayed at like the wilderness lodge or whatever and i remember playing odds and evens like where you one two three Mm -hmm. shoot with my grandfather while he drove I don't remember a thing about Disney. Those are the two things I remember. And I was in the sixth grade. It's the little things. But so my point is all of those Instagram posts, core memory unlocked. I'm like, okay, good luck. Right. You have no clue what your kids are going to remember. No. I do remember. So when – we have Monday night dinner still. My grandma is still alive. She still lives next door to my mom and dad. But when I was little, it was every Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. So we would just – I rem- I have a lot of memories with my grandparents because they live next door. And whenever I would get mad and run away, I'd run away right. next door. But yeah – It is interesting because I always look at Haven now and I'm like, I wonder if she's going to remember these things. Like, she seems so present. (laughs) How do you not remember (laughs) these things? She's clearly conscious. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you remember these things? Don't you remember? Like, sometimes you could show pictures and be like, oh, I can't. but really they just remember the Like... Yeah, it's so. Fa- I find that to be fascinating, right? Like, what do you remember? What do you not remember? What do you block out? Right? And why? And why? Okay. Any silly teenage stories, Alyssa? Oh my gosh! But I, am gonna, I'm gonna guide your answer, okay? Unless you have one you're thinking of. No, great. Uh, let's go back to the Canes where you had your first job. Mm-hmm. Will, will you share with our listeners the strange habit that you? developed or do we not? I want them to hear. Oh no, I'm nervous now. Remember with the guy in the dumpster and- Oh. What did you used to do Yes, this That's just terrible, let me tell y'all before y'all think (laughs) something bad about the guy in the dumpster. (laughs) I had a habit of truly very kind, befriending homeless people. I think that's very sweet. But you were a teen, you were a teen. Yeah, I was driving, I was able to drive. And you also picked up a lot of hitchhikers. (laughs) Your dad knows that's the only reason why I'm allowing you to say this. Yes. So my first car, it's like that country song. My first car was a pickup truck. Right. My first car was a pickup truck. It had a bed in the back. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I felt safe picking people up and giving them a ride <laughs> cuz they, they were in the bed of the, cuz they were in the bed of the truck. I never let anyone in the vehicle with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I lived. <laughs> you thank the Lord. I know, but you know, if I ever die from something like that, just know that I was okay with it. Cuz so, you were being a good Samaritan. It it You're like I'm helping others. I had to do it. Okay. You can't resist. I can't. I I had to do it. I've gotten – I have to be respectful. See, again, you know, when you're young, you don't have kids. You can do whatever you want. Now I'm married, and I have to, like, be respectful of my husband, who is in law enforcement. And he's like, please don't do that. (laughs) And I'm like – so I try to be respectful, and I have changed the extent to which I will – communicate with the homeless and i feel like the homeless aren't what they used to be like things have gotten a little different drugs have gotten way worse different types of drugs like so you were like bringing though extra food and stuff out to the to the fellow that lived near the Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then sometimes i would give him like i would give the lady at waffle house 20 Mm dollars and i'd be like he can order whatever he wants and then whatever the change is left like you can keep it as a tip or whatever okay um, and then one time my friend at the that lived behind the dumpster by where I worked, he was the one that I often helped with Waffle House told me that he had to go to court, right? and needed some new like khaki pants or just some sort of pants and like closed toed shoes. Right. So I went to Walmart and I got them. I mean, it's really so kind. I'm not surprised about this about you. You're so kind and thoughtful and generous. but they just seemed like, like, I wasn't even thinking to myself, oh, let me help. No, it was just like, hey, man, you having a hard time? What can I do for you? Right. You're like, no big deal. You obviously thought it was no big deal. You're like, want to hop in the back of my truck? OK, so you also, I, please tell me, you will. Say, I hope that you will tell this story. Tell us how your dad found out that you were taking hitchhike He wasn't even a hitchhiker because it was your friend from behind yeah, the dumpster. Yeah, no, this is a different one. Different guy. <laughs> different guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, please tell us the story of what okay. happened. So I have the guy who I helped with pants and shoes and Waffle House. That was like a regular friend. I <laughs> 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 wonder where he is now. I hope he's okay. Um. Anywho, the the other guy, so that was <laughs> the one from when I worked at Cane's. Kay. Okay. The other one was when I worked at Brewbockers and I was taking the trash out and we were closing. It was like 10 o'clock at night. It was freezing outside. Okay, totally freezing. And so I go to take the trash out and I notice there is a man sleeping between the dumpster and the fence, okay? And I'm just like, well this isn't going to work, you yeah, know. It's so too I cold. like toss the trash and I'm like, "Hey, like you can't be here." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like I don't have and I was like he thought I meant like you have to move. Yeah, go like, get away. Out. Get, get off out my, property. my dumpster." Yeah, no. I was like, "No, I mean like it's actually way too cold. Like you cannot be here." And here's the thing that I have noticed cuz I have talked I hope Tanner's not listening. I have talked <laughs> to homeless people, okay? Oh. Back then, they were never the ones I spoke to were never off their rocker. Oh, they were, you mean they were not having mental health issues. Right. right. They were not, like, totally, like, on drugs. They seemed lucid. Yes. All the people I ever helped and talked to were totally lucid. Okay. Now, you try to talk to a homeless person, and they think they're a dog, and they start barking at you. They have mental health issues. Yes. But it's, like, drug-induced, all sorts of things. Got it. So it's just different. It's just different. Fair. So anywho, I say that to say... I told this guy, like, you can't sleep here. So I'm like, look, just stay there. I, I get off work in like 10 minutes. We're almost done. And I'll I'll take you somewhere. Right. And he's like, uh, OK. Like, really? So. It's fine, strange lady at fine, the dumpster. Fine. Yeah. And so he gets in. We finish. I'm like, this is my truck. Get in the back. Get in the back. Right. It's going to be cold. I'm going to be watching you. Don't do anything. No. no sketchiness. Sketchy. He's like, okay. So he gets in and I'm like watching him in my rearview mirror like the whole time I'm driving. I'm like, is he going to like, I don't know. Does he have a gun? I don't know. Where were you taking him? What was your plan? Um, I just knew that down the street there were some like really sketchy hotels. You're like, I can just. Hotel, motel. I don't know. A motel, fine. Whatever. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I could probably do this without a credit card. It, he would be out of the cold. Yeah. And it was very close by. Right. So I just went in and I poor thing. It was so cold. So when we start driving down Airline Colder. Highway, I see him just like shivering back there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, buddy, he can't get in my car. I do have boundaries. Yeah. Okay. So we get to. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, Thanks. We get to the hotel. And I go in and I'm like, hey, how much is like two rooms or I'm sorry. Two rooms. Two nights. You didn't need to stay. Yeah, I didn't need to say Two nights or, right. or a night. And they were like, oh, it's like $35 a night. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm uh-huh. like, do I have to put up a credit card or any? And she's like, no. I'm like, can I just pay you cash and like not leave my information? And she's like, Sure. That's what kind of place this was. Got it. So I pay for two nights mm-hmm. for $35, and she tells me where to go. So I drive him around the building and I give him a key. And I'm like, Look, you have this for two nights. You have to be out by like Wednesday at noon. And I said, Please don't mess anything up. Right. And he was like, Are you for real? And I was like, Yeah, just don't mess anything up. I'm not coming back. You but were like, like, Get a shower, yeah, sleep, sleep, shower. In the heat, sleep, but just like, don't mess anything up. And he was like, Okay. So, around this time, I also had had, like, my first real boyfriend. Right. This is where the story gets <laughs> so good. And he was, like, my friend from the eighth grade, and now we're dating, and we've been dating. How old are you at this point? I can, I'm 16. I'm Kay. driving. Okay. Okay. So. I'm like, get your popcorn, people. <laughs> My dad, I guess, was using my truck for something. That was sort of like one of the deals was like, we needed a truck in the family. So, you know, you got to drive it, but he needed to use use it. it. So he's using the truck. So he is cleaning out my truck and finds the receipt to this motel Mm -hmm. and he's like oh god like Mm -hmm. oh no Mm -hmm. oh no and so he comes to me and he's like hey like we need to talk and i'm like okay (laughs) about what and he just holds up the receipt and i'm like oh god he knows he knows that i have like taken this home and he's like "Alyssa," because i said something like oh and he's like so this is yours And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is mine. And he's like, you know, it's so awkward because we're talking about two very different things. (laughs) Right. He, I did not know at the time, thought that I had been like sneaking off with my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I knew that I had helped a homeless man. You thought you were in trouble. For the homeless man. For something different. different. We told you not to pick up homeless people. Also, Alyssa, why would your dad ever think that that's what you had done? Because he knew that i had been it had been a thing we had to have some talks oh about about helping the the hitchhikers and the homeless right okay okay so you thought oh he's figured me out okay keep going i have been caught so he's like like how could you like what and i'm like i'm sorry like i just couldn't help it (laughs) (laughs) my dad is just like oh god oh god and i'm like wondering why he's like Acting so weird, you know. Right? You're like, I'm sorry, and he's like, but we like, like, do, we, do you know about these things? Like, we never really had the talk, so I guess he's trying to like back up. I don't know, but I'm like, I, just I'm like, he just looked at me so sad, like I didn't know what to do. I just so everything I'm saying makes sense for what he's thinking, and it's horrible. It's horrible, and he's just like, oh gosh, I she's. Being very open about this, like, <laughs> so finally we both I realized what he was talking about, and I was like, "Oh God, you think me, or my boyfriend went to this?" And he's like, "Yes," and I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, I took a homeless person to the hotel. Why <laughs> would I go there?" I- <laughs> and he was like, "Oh my gosh, I feel so much better." I was like, "Ew, you're like dad." Yeah, it was very awkward, but you still got in trouble. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> We never really got in too much trouble. I think that is a fabulous story. But (sighs) I also would like to applaud you, even as a child, for being so thoughtful of other people. I wish that – I don't feel like I've outgrown it. I think just being – You're just scared, a little more scared. Yeah, I have more to lose now. Like, I have had more negative experiences as drugs have gotten – crazier yeah. you know you just have to be know, careful but there's sad. still ways to help so okay let's take it light what's your favorite skincare product vitamin c oh really on your on mm-hmm. your face mm-hmm. i like the uh revision and tell shade remember i made we yes. both bought ours on the the bogo from landon it's just a tinted moisturizer with spf it's like the best it is the best it's got the spf it's, t- it's the since only since makeup i started aware. using vitamin c earlier this year i have been so pleased oh Great, I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, would you have a certain brand you like? Mm, I think the one they gave me is Obagi. Okay, super. What's your favorite thing about being a mom? Probably just like the snuggles, because I'm not really snuggly person as you know. But with the with babies, like I just it's different. Like Tate's chunky hugs, I I just love hugs are good. I love the funny things they say. I just like hearing like how they think and like the funny things they tell you. So yesterday I was like Tate, why are you so bad? He goes. (laughs) E-F-G and I was like oh (laughs) my gosh this kid do you record them somewhere? sometimes yeah my favorite thing is my kids say the darndest things uh, Google Doc where since Ainsley was about three and started saying funny things I'll just put the date and what they said because and now when I go back and read it I am so thankful that I ever did that because you don't remember those funny daily things Mm -hmm. they just kind of like fly out of your brain Mm -hmm. but when you go read them as a whole you just laugh and laugh and you can remember and hear their little voice. Yeah. So fun. Okay. You're a good recorder. Thank you. You record everything. I like to record things. I feel like I'm just, you're like getting rid of your entire digital footprint and I'm like recording. (sighs) I know, but you make me want to hold on to certain things. But in in some way, because you can't trust, just like you can't trust yourself to remember what someone tells you in a client, like a lead phone call. Mm -hmm. You can't trust yourself to remember your core (laughs) memories. Yeah. You have to like, if you want to really remember something, you do need to document it with a photo or right, a, that's a written point. word or whatever. Okay. Um, well, you know what? Let's take us back to now that we've le- left you in high school. What were each of you like in college with a dead face is what this question – What's a dead face? You know, like the the, sc- the skull. Like a – Why Why is that there? I didn't put it there, dude. This is how they asked the question. Why?
1: What were each it. of
0: you like in college? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I made it through. Barely. Hmm. Okay. In some ways, I'm like, where, are, where is this question going? I loved college. You did? I would still be there if I could. Um... I dated the same guy all through college that I started dating the summer after my senior year, and he was my first ever boyfriend, and he wasn't the nicest fella. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like my college experience (laughs) was somewhat skewed by that. (laughs) Um, After college, I had a lot of fun. Sure. Um, And I had fun in college, but it was like, you know, and I didn't – and I spent a lot of time working Mm because I didn't have a lot of money. I was very poor and, you know, college poor, and, um, you know – it was all right yeah i worked i mean i had classes from 7 30 till 10 30 and then i worked the lunch shift from 11 till 2 and then i always took a nap because then and you then were then i went by, out bar, oh, out or bartending out or bartending yeah yeah i mean you know we went out a lot i mean for our listeners in other places there's it's a lot of drinking here lo- locally <laughs> in louisiana so if you could avoid that you were if like you, a, are, you were a unicorn right if you like totally were like it's m- like in Louisiana, they're always celebrating something. It's just part of the culture. Right, it is part of the culture. You know, maybe it's a Thursday night. Yeah. Thirsty Thursday. Right. Wine Wednesday. It, I mean, all the it's time. always sometime. Yeah. And I was a smoker. I can't believe you. I were know a that smoker. that's like the detail about me that people are like, What? I when you told me that you used to smoke, yeah, I'm from just from like, like the age of maybe so, seventeen. Okay. Like I was a senior until I started dating Jay and I was 26, so wow. like for nine years. I just can't even imagine it. I know. It's a terrible habit. I don't recommend it <laughs> to anyone. What I do recommend is that I probably should have been tested for ADHD when I was a kid and then mm. I would probably have been appropriately in the right therapy or medication because now that I'm reading, I was definitely self-medicating mm. with the cigarettes. Yeah. Because the I nicotine see. will kind of you Right. Saturate. Right, Makes sense. I know. Anywho, what's your most embarrassing story other than the time your dad thought you <laughs> took your boyfriend to the motel? To the gross motel. <laughs> oh. I just want to hear yours. I'm just like, when we got this question, it's like, it's embarrassing. So you don't want to share it. But you, look, you're not required to share anything on the Hustle Humbly podcast. I'm trying so to be transparent and authentic. Fine. Whenever I got this question, I thought, I. I was struggling a bit because I'm like, I do embarrassing stuff all the time. And definitely as a kid, I was embarrassed a lot because I was very shy. Yeah. So I just don't have like these big traumatic events that I remember. I guess I blocked them out, rightfully so, trying to be a positive person. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you the one that finally popped into my head um, was I had met Jay, my sweet husband, one time previously. In passing, he was a friend of a friend. And then he went away to the war. In Afghanistan after 9-11. Okay. Um, And I did not see him again until like several, like six to whatever, ten months later from the first time I met him. And as you may not know, people who listen to this show, he is an identical twin. Okay. Meanwhile, as he was away at war, one of my best friends started dating Chris. Chris. His, his identical twin. Oh, so I would see her out with Chris frequently. Like I would see him. Some fre- I knew Chris. Sure, he was dating my friend. Yes, I had my birthday at my apartment. We were having like a little party, and my friends were coming over. And Katie, my friend, came with who I thought. And the identical twin brothers were both dating a Katie. It it coming soon after this story. Oh, okay, and married. We both Whoa. ended up getting married. Okay. Regardless, I walked in to this, my party, or he walked in with Katie, and I thought, oh, this is Chris, her boyfriend. But really, Jay was back from Afghanistan. And I like walked up and gave him a hug, like, hey, man, how are you doing? And I'm sure he was like, I have met you one time before, you weirdo. <laughs> but I thought it was Chris. Oh. Then later, that night? Not, no, not that night. <laughs> but not long after, mm-hmm. we did start dating great but that was pretty embarrassing i was like oh my god i'm sure he's used to it because he's a twin right right they get it all the time he yeah. didn't care right but but he was like oh no <laughs> i'm jay i'm like <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding good just to kidding. know mine's way more embarrassing let's hear it <sighs> or don't hear it i know i'm just gonna tell it my most embarrassing moment that I wish I could take back in life. Because <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I'm, I'm like walking around with like a no regrets shirt. I'm like, oh, I no. don't care. No. I'm just like, you I like could I a, take this back? When we were going over, this is the only question she sent me like ahead of time. And I'm like. Yeah, I don't want to do I it. I have to pick from this. You were like, there's so there's many. There's so many <laughs> embarrassing moments in my life. I love this for you. And maybe it's just because I'm an Enneagram 3. You're like, I don't want to. Oh, you're about how people perceive you. I care what people you. think about me. So when I'm embarrassed, if I just remember. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So this is definitely – this was before kids, but I was married. Okay. And the church that I grew up at mm-hmm. with my family, like my sisters, my parents, like they all still go there. I don't. I go to a different one because I live – 20 minutes away now, but they were doing a really fun thing mm. where they were gonna, they were just trying to like cater to some of like the youth of the church, because it's like a older crowd. Okay. So they're, they're like trying we're... to keep the youth engaged. Yes, yes. And, okay. it, and I love the church. It's Episcopalian. And okay. so Episcopalians are allowed to like, you know, drink and you know, yeah. whatever. So they're, they're pretty they're fun. Loosey goosey. Yeah, I like them. <laughs> so um <laughs> They're like, we are gonna do Disney karaoke. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, You're like oh, this is in my wheelhouse. I love Disney. Wonderful. So my middle sister can sing. She sang at my wedding. Oh, yeah. She she's can, a beautiful she can really singer. She's sing. a beautiful singer. Like Disney princess voice. If, oh, I, wow. if I had to, I always told her, like, you should be one of the princess voices because you have <sighs> that kind of mm-hmm. voice. It's just, you know, I don't know. It's beautiful. So Lacey had like asked like if we all wanted to go and our parents weren't really going to come because they were trying to cater to like the younger crowd. So they were like, you know, we can't serve you drinks, but feel free to bring your ice chest and da da da. Well, we just got like really excited about it. And (laughs) you had a couple of drinks. Well, here's the just a side note. Um, it took me a minute in college to figure out how to like handle my alcohol. Fair, because it didn't take much. Right, Like are a not, small person. I'm not a huge drinker. Yeah, I'm real, like I loved like a beer at dinner or going out. But right. I was I cannot take shots. No, no shots. No shots. No It shots. is no fun. They're like you're no fun. You won't take a shot. Like, I'm like you, you want to see no fun. I'm a throw up. Give when me you're a after shot. This. Yeah, you'll have to carry me. You'll have yeah. to peel me off the ground and carry no. me out of here. No fun. So. Um, This was one of those times, and the thing I remember most is that leading up to this, during this time frame, I was trying to be, like, super, like, paleo. So (laughs) I was not eating a ton. I was probably on an empty stomach. Uh And Mm -hmm. we met at my parents' house. Which Which is by the church to pregame. Pregame the church event. Pregame the church event. Why (laughs) would we do this? Okay. And... If you know me, I do not karaoke. I'm simply going to like watch. I'm just like just, I want to see my sister. Sure, sure. And we invited my friend Emily to come, Kay. and so she's pre gaming with us. And like I just drank too much. You didn't need much because no. of the paleo, and I, I didn't need much, and I drank too much. And then you went to the church. And then I went to the church. <laughs> and that was a sh- show. It was <sighs> not good. I was sloppy. And did you sing? Yes. What song? And I'm just really upset. You know, I want to blame it on everybody else. I'm what, like, did you ever go back to this church again? I have. I didn't for a long time. But could, even when I go back they now, know, even know. though it's been like 15 years, I'm like, I remember that. And I'm, like, super embarrassed. Please finish the story. (sighs) Anyway, I think, like, I've had to have talk with friends around me, like Tanner. I'm like, Tanner, if I ever get this way. Take me home. You are big enough to pick me up. I'm not allowed to... If I am kicking and screaming, I don't care. Just like throw me over your shoulder and throw me in the car, okay? Like I don't want to be that way. Right. And so if it happens on accident, help me. Get it's all if it happens, it's an accident. Right. I did not mean to do that. Yeah. I'm not like, let's go get wasted. <laughs> right. No. That's never break, No, no, that's never my intention, but I have had moments where it sneaks up on me or a drink is stronger than I thought or I didn't eat enough or I haven't drank in so long that it just hit me harder. Like, take me home. And I'm like, even though it's not their fault, I am mad at my siblings for allowing this to happen. Oh my God, what did you sing? (laughs) Oh my gosh, what didn't I sing? You sang more than one song? Yeah, you just held onto the mic and they, it was bad. And nobody like- Nobody stopped you? Because nobody else wanted to. I guess. They were like, let Alyssa keep I'm going. I'm just like, oh, it was so bad. It was so embarrassing. I'm so sorry that happened. Yeah. And like. And <sighs> Good they, news. The Episcopalians don't kick anybody out. No. But they, they were very kind At to a me. lesser church, you might have been in trouble. Oh, gosh. I would have been <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> oh, my word. It was just so embarrassing. Like. Mm, I th- can't believe th- I just th- shared th- that. Thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> You're welcome. We'll this move- is how much I love you guys, you <laughs> listeners. I wanted to share my most regretful, embarrassing moment. It really wasn't that bad. It was. I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? I've heard Ireland is the happiest place to live. Really? Mm-hmm. I've heard that in Sweden, if you go to jail, it's like a resort. Oh, let's go And they actually rehabilitate <laughs> you, and, and they don't have repeat offenders. That's amazing. That's not why. I'm not going to move to Sweden. But oh, where would you live? You'd live on 30A. The beach. And on the beach. i got to live at the beach. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't picked my beach yet, but I feel like I have to. But I also feel like I have to be dual- Citizen, because i don't want to be there during hurricane right season. right yeah i feel like that's putting all your eggs in one basket that could get washed away yeah you need like a vermont house like sarah i would need to two places i don't know where the other one would be but the beach anywhere on the water do you like the mountains i love the mountains okay but well that's your second home maybe okay where do you oh this is hard let's stay on this what's your vaca- favorite vacation spot I love a resort. Like I you just like love- an all inclusive. I do, but you know what's funny? Because if what I'm going to say next is totally opposite, I love roughing it a little bit. Okay. When I was in college, I backpacked through the Virgin Islands, and we um, really mm-hmm. that's fun. We stayed at a missionary's house mm-hmm. because she was just like sure. And then we get there, and it's like a screened in tent with you shower when it rains. Okay, that type of situation. Got it. But it was great, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we. Ate at the um, St. Thomas Virgin Islands University cafeteria because it was $4 for lunch Mm -hmm. and we had no money. Me and my friend Sarah, we went together and we backpacked and it was just great. Love that. Okay. I I like all the beaches. Mm -hmm. Pretty much all of them. Tropical. I don't like cold. I don't want to be cold. Yeah, I don't want a vacation cold. Mm -mm. No, definitely not. Okay. Where do you, this is a little tough, I'm like, what? How many minutes are we at? Where do you see yourself in ten years? And I feel like we're on an interview. Do you I want to skip know. it? I don't. I don't know, know either. Do you, you don't know. I don't think so. I hope that we are thriving with the podcast. Oh, I love that we're still here ten years from now. Yeah, that's great. You think we wouldn't be. I don't start crying in the middle of the show. Okay. No, surely we would still be here. Maybe. I don't know. That's ten years is a long time. So long. Let me tell you where I will be in ten years. On three, three, thirty-three, I will turn fifty-six. My birthday will be on all threes. Wow. That's cool. That's ten years from now. So I'm going on a very nice vacation. Okay, good. Just head put that on your calendar. Three, 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 three. All the vacations. threes. Okay. That's what I'm going to be. That's where I'll be in 10 years. Okay, on vacation. Fancy vacation. Great. (laughs) That's all I can tell you for sure. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I feel like I need like a
0: vision retreat because I really don't know. I would love. Let's do that. Yeah, but I don't want to host one. I just want to go on one. No, let's just go you and I. Oh, yeah. Maybe someone else can come. Whoever else wants Mm -hmm. to be on a vision retreat, but it's a DIY. Yeah. We're not doing anything. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll revisit that one at a later time. Do either of you plan on having any more children? Nope. Nope. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, I will say this. Before I had kids, I knew I wanted to have kids. I knew I wanted to have two kids. I am so blessed and lucky and fortunate to have been able to have two and for them to be one boy, one girl. Same. I feel like that's kid lottery. Mm -hmm. No one ever asks you again. Oh, you're going to try for a boy? Yeah. Or are you going to try for a girl? Like, if it had been two boys, you know, if it had been two girls, you get a lot of those weird comments. So no one has ever really bothered me about, are you going to have more kids? Never. I'm telling you, this is what I call the kid lottery. One boy, one girl. (laughs) No one ever says boo to you about anything else. Get a dog. Get a cat. Whatever else you want to do, that's it. Mm. But I only... I only feel like I could handle the two. I am a little sad because Tate is so cute right now. He is really and I'm cute. I'm like this age. They put all the ages like, oh, this is cute, and then it's yeah, And yeah. then there's something else, and there's some positive. There's a pro and con to every age, so that's sure. kind of nice to focus on. Yeah, but I I'm always really impressed with people who want to have. A lot of children, like four plus. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that is a totally different skill set than I have. A hundred percent. Even the pregnancy part. I'm like, I don't think I could just keep committing to that mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah. But kudos to the people that can. Yeah. And want to. Special. And get to. Right. So. Special people. Um, have we ever gotten in a TIFF? No. No. <laughs> what's the tea the podcast hasn't heard? I'm like, you've gotten so much today. I know. We've shared Uh, plenty of tea with you. And we're also very transparent as a rule. Yes. We don't edit. We're not hiding. Okay, one time, (laughs) we did have to edit out a whole section (laughs) because I went off on a nasty tangent about selling Tupperware. We're going to leave it at that (laughs) and we're going to move on. Um, What's the riskiest thing you've ever done? Besides karaoke at the church (laughs) drunk wasted (laughs) riskiest thing you've ever done you've jumped out of planes oh yeah that kind of risky i mean any kind of risky i've skydived a few times i've scuba dived i'm not like an adrenaline junkie so i'm not going to be doing any of that stuff I feel like I felt like buying the cabin was a huge risk, okay. but it paid off, and I wasn't that worried about it. Yeah, um, it really paid off. Like you could dump that thing anytime, and it'd yeah, be the biggest win of your real estate it would be investment career. Yeah, I wish I had ten more. I know. Um, I think getting my real estate license, selling real estate, was probably one of the biggest risks. Mm-hmm. I think starting the podcast was a pretty big risk in a way but in a way it's like so what if it doesn't work out like nothing nothing to lose nothing so risk to me feels like there has to be something to lose Mm -hmm. Mm. i'm not risk averse like risk don't bother me i don't like i don't like financial risks right but i'll risk my life (laughs) (laughs) you won't be needing all that money you saved if you're dead good point (laughs) um that was the last question. Okay, great. U- unless you want to tell us something else risky you've done. I don't want to talk about anything else. <laughs> Fine. I hope that this hasn't caused you trauma. If Alyssa calls me later and is like, "Hey, listen, I just can't. I can't air Can we this. Just scrap this." We can it's so long I could just take that question out. I wonder if my sisters, like if they listen. Are they gonna be like you embarrassed them? No, they're gonna be like, you still think about that? They probably would. Because I don't think it's that embarrassing, mm-hmm. but I wasn't there. It's not like you <laughs> threw up on stage. Let's think of all the ways. It could have been worse. Mm. Did the priest ask you to leave? No. I don't think so. And they didn't kick you out I of the church. I think they might have said to somebody else. Like hey, it's time to Right. They're very forgiving people, the people (laughs) of the church. They were very gracious. The people of the church are very forgiving. embarrassing. Let's do a toast. Okay. But maybe you with a (laughs) non-alcoholic beverage. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This is from Julie Harmon to Dana Pray. P-R-A-Y. Oh. Pray with us about (laughs) Alyssa's problems (laughs) in Charlotte, Michigan. Yeah, you're fine. I don't think it's that embarrassing. Julie says, I would love to toast one of my co-agents who shared you all with me. So the podcast, Dana Prey. She says, thank you so much. I have been doing a few closings about three hours from my office. So I've spent a ton of time in the car. Mm. And we're lifesavers. And she's addicted to the podcast. That's so great. So we're thanking Dana. We're also thanking Dana for sharing the show. So cheers to Dana. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you to Julie. (laughs) Everyone, please forget everything Alyssa said. Mm -hmm. But... Have a good chuckle about it. This will be, like, the most listened to episode. (laughs) Probably. With my luck. I think it's great. People want to know a little bit about you so that they know who they're learning from. I will say, speaking it out loud to all of our listeners, it kind of feels a little freeing. Oh, great. It's like it's not even (gasps) going to haunt you anymore. I'm so relieved. It's not going to haunt you anymore. Maybe. You know what story we should have told? We'll save it for another day. The story of the Mexican restaurant bathroom stall situation. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Oh. Okay. That's a little tease for later. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>